and who'll do whatever his highness desires. She's your queen to be a vision of perfection, an object of affection to quench your royal fire. Completely free of affection. Yes, to be used at your discretion. <laughs> Waiting only for your direction. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga came to sing. He did. No to who? To who? Yes. yes. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to another episode of Game Grown with Jaden Kid, where we do ridiculous things. Um, <laughs> Like spend a whole minute singing She's Your Queen to Be. Welcome back. What up? This is episode, I don't know, 61 of Getting Grown. Uh, we are here to talk about all things adulting, the good, the bad, the ugly, the tests, the trials, the twists, the turns, the triumphs, and the taxes of being an adult in the year of our Lord 2018. What's up, sis? What's happening? How are you? I am yet alive and making it to see another day. Speak my truth. Listen, <laughs> doing the very best that I can. Speak my truth. How, How you? was your weekend? Oh well, I am well. Um, just getting back from Miami mm-hmm. with the girls. Uh, minus two. Yes. Um, we were missing you and Fran. Man, we we were miss. I'm sure I speak for Fran when I say we were missing you as well. Yes, we were missing you guys. Yes. But we, this is an annual thing, so we'll see you all next Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Um, it was fun. You know, I love the lesbians. Those are my my homegirls. And we had a blast at the white party, you know, when I was there for all of an hour. I saw you and... in your black. <laughs> oh, yes. So, no, the white party was there longer. I'm sorry. I meant the black party. Where was it? Wait, no. That was, or maybe that was just the party. I don't know. There was a lot of parties. Um, I feel like it was a white party because everybody else had on white and you had on black. That There was a white party as well. And that happened because um, I just don't wear white like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I had on white sneakers. I was like, look, see, dress code. Um, so I wasn't interested at all in wearing. I'm not mad because you know how I feel about a theme. I like to dress myself. I don't like to be told what I'm to wear. And I, but I understand that niggas love a white party. They do. And it's fine. And some of y'all look, you know, look, I loved my friends. We, they looked angelic. I kept calling them my angels. (laughs) Um, Crystal said that, of course, I'm the only one who's not sage. Um, and it reflects in my outfit. (laughs) (laughs) it was a lot of that this weekend (laughs) you know good times (laughs) you know you know how you know how me and her do but uh, it was a blast and I had a really good time with my sisters I miss my other sisters but it was good and now I have eyeballs and eyeballs and eyeballs of work um coming up man Oh, so for those listening, Makosa, I'm sorry, know. sis. Um, the first Makosa is this I weekend, heard. Saturday, the 26th. 
Uh, your girl will be in the building all the weekends um, for the culture catering. We will be bringing bike our Caribbean nachos that y'all went crazy for last year. So make sure you RSVP. You can check them out at Makosa uh, Cookout BK on Instagram, and it will send you to the link. You can also check my Instagram, and it'll, it'll link you to them as well. So come out. Come say hello. And then I will also be doing um, the Soul Scream Sundays at Our Wicked Lady, which Makosa also happens to be every Sunday for the most part throughout the summer, uh, bringing you some fun soul food. Booking tins. Booking tins. Give me twenty dollars. Give me twenty dollars. Okay, it ain't nothing. You got a cash? (laughs) Nah. How was your week? How are you? Part of you out here grinding and hustling and things of that nature. My weekend was uh, necessary. Um, I permitted myself Mm. to have, you know, just a few days where I wasn't really required to do anything. I, I did. What I, I did the work that I did, the work that I did, I did so at my leisure. So I allowed myself to sleep in. I, um, I woke up, I did get the laptop and I was, you know, kind of tippity typing in the bed, but I did, you know, as much as I wanted to do. And, um, I turned on some good old lifetime movies. I just had a a good, lazy Saturday and I'm, a bit of me was regretting it this morning when I realized that I had, you know, some things coming up this week. Work-wise, but you know it will get done. It will get done. I definitely um, like this. This laundry and uh, some of these other things that are around this house are not going anywhere. Um, And I just, you know, need to needed to take that time, take some of the pressure off myself, and just kind of like have a weekend Uh, because I I worked really hard last week. Um, You know, going to work early, staying late. It's a really really busy season. Um, lots of deadlines, lots of events. Um, oh, I saw that you were the first one in your office and the last to leave days. multiple days. Um, <laughs> but you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, so I'm not complaining. I'm just, I'm just learning and trying to, to tell myself that it is, I, I definitely feel greater, the greater, greater responsibility to, um, be a better manager of my time and my energy and my resources, because, you know, it's just like, it's, it's pretty tough to burn the candle at both ends. So you have to find balance and find ways to work smarter and, and not, um, I don't like the, the term work smarter, not harder, because I feel like it's all hard work, but to be more, you know, to, to make more efficient use of my time going forward, I got to start living like a boss. You know what I'm saying? You got to delegate, <laughs> you gotta, you have to prioritize the things that come with the territory. So, you know, you got to learn when you got to make your sacrifices and, you know, how to balance it all. So I am learning very, and you did that. I'm, like, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm trying to, I'm really trying to learn important lessons in the grow because I feel like I'm praying for big things. I'm asking the Lord to take this stuff to different levels. So it's only going to go up from here and much is given, much is required. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be responsible. Um, and I'm sleepy as Jax, but <laughs> We're going to be out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's grind time. It's go time. We are. Certainly, certainly. But I'm glad time. that you guys had an awesome weekend. I'm really hoping and and praying that the next time there's a girl's trip, I'll be able to join you. Um, I will be there. I will you definitely will be, there. be there. But yeah, we're going to have, um, it'll be fun. So let's, let's get into the episode, shall we? 
Let's get into let's get into some trash. Ty, cue cleanup woman. <laughs> Basura, cha cha cha. Most of it is not basura, but we have a couple things that, that a couple couple basura mo- moments. Okay. Um, but the first one, for me, in my in my personal humble opinion, I hate when people say that. Uh, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson tore up the intro to the Billboard Awards. Uh, I missed it. What did she do? She did a medley of like other people's oh, yes. songs, but it was very. I might cute. have to. I'm going to have to find it on the YouTube. That's what I did. I had to search for a couple minutes because they kept showing like 30 seconds or some shit like that. So I found like a three and change one that was the whole performance. And it was mm. super cute. And then she also had um, they, the Billboard Awards wanted her to do a moment of silence for the Santa Fe shooting victims. But mm-hmm. she she instead said, I want to do a moment of action. And she teared up and she was like, I, I, I just think our moment of silence is getting is like it's dead like it's not doing anything and we need to take some kind of action and she just spoke out and i was super proud of her for doing that i thought that was great you know what i'm saying um i you know that i can get behind her i like kelly clarkson i like her a lot actually i hate her mouth when she sings but i like her (laughs) (laughs) she can blow and but i just the way she holds her mouth ever since american idol it has just irritated but <laughs> that's just that's a petty beef. That's fair because I hate the way Jennifer Hudson holds her feet. I let me tell you something. I just want to tell her to stand up straight. I want to punch her in her knees so bad. Let's like, girl, fix your feet. Put your, your feet together. These ugly feet. Your feet. Nobody. I know that she's yeah. seen herself on video and said, "Well, I'm standing like that." Yeah. She's got to have seen it. I dead ass with a handcuff her ankles. Like, it's ugly aggravating. feet. Ugly. <laughs> like, why you? I just feel like it's unnecessary. You don't have to stand that way. It may be comfortable for you. Kid. I just, I don't know, man. And I feel bad. I know the people are going to tell me that I'm being an ableist. Maybe it's some sort of health condition. I'm sorry. It's not. I don't believe it is because she be standing up in a six inch pump, but them yeah. feet be ugly. They're ugly. <laughs> ugly feet. Dis- disgracing the shoes. Fair. Fair. Disgracing. <laughs> disgracing the shoes. Just disgrace. Total disgrace. But we don't have to linger. All right, next. <laughs> Woo, that took me down. Okay. Ugly, Ugly. Um, in honor of our opening song, The Royal Wedding, did you or did you not watch? Now, you know, I wasn't going to get up at four in the morning to watch somebody I know get married. Absolutely never. <laughs> so, However, <laughs> so um, I knew that all of y'all would be eating, uh, I mean, putting loads and loads and loads of videos and stuff on Twitter. So when I decided to roll over and check my phone, I saw it. Yes. Okay, um, my Instagram was literally replaying a live stream <laughs> because all the videos together was like a live stream. We saw everybody come in. We saw everybody sit down. We saw all of the segments of the wedding. Like, mm-hmm. I did. Okay, I will say Shariel because y'all know she is extra and I love her. That's my guacamole girl. She got up to watch the royal wedding. So when I got up, uh, she's sitting there and she's just immersed in her phone. I said, "What are you watching?" She was like, "The wedding." I said, "What wedding?" She said. She busts out loud. She's like, bitch, the royal wedding. I'm like, oh, that's today. Mm-mm, I just don't care. I had, no I had no clue. But I am happy for them. Um, you know, let's address something quickly. Because, I, you know, I have to stand up for my sis. Okay. Um, and I also have to, I have. You, sometimes you have to fight who you are. Not who you are on the inside, but like people who are of your kind. Okay. 
So my sis Kia here asked on Twitter. <laughs> she asked, she said, does Megan Merkel... I did not ask you to choose this. Identify. You didn't. I chose this. This is me. Does Megan Merkel identify as a black woman? Or, or yes yeah. or no? Yes, I just, I was curious. I was just curious okay. because I, in my... In my experience, in the videos that I've seen, and I will admit it, I will admit that I had not known much about Meghan Markle prior to any of this royal wedding hoopla. Like I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't watch that show that she was on. I didn't know who she was, and I never did any Googles. I mean, you know, you asked the question. I asked the question because I honestly did not know, and so. Um, I just wanted some information. Right. And, and, and this, so this brings me to my second petty peeve of the episode. <laughs> Don't. Ooh, some people about to be upset, but I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. As a black woman of a multicultural background, the tragic mulatto militia <laughs> oh, really God. like highly irritates me. Okay. Oh, Lord. I don't like it's really it's annoying because it because we don't care. That's the thing. Like I identify as a black woman. It's fine. I'm a black woman. Everybody looks at me. They see a black woman. I'm a black woman. You know what I'm saying? That's me. I don't know what your experience is, nor do I care. And y'all just stay running around talking about your struggles and we're tired of it. We don't want to hear it anymore. Nobody cares about your struggles. I mean, and I'm, I'm telling you this as one of you. We don't care. So stop it. The, the tragic mulatto militia, like there was a young man who responded to you because there was somebody who popped up. Shout out to the sirens. <laughs> there was somebody who popped up and they gave you some long synopsis. There were a lot of how that. She doesn't have to do this. Right. Yes, there was. She yes. doesn't have to do this or that. And it was, I mean, when I tell you, it was like they should have never given you niggas more than 140 characters. And so she put, she puts, this person puts this long synopsis to kids. You, she doesn't have to. Wah, wah, wah. And somebody said, she did not ask you any of that. Have a seat. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I honestly did not qualify. I did not have an opinion either way. Didn't. I asked because I was worried about how, my concern was about how some, um, articles, blogs, like how some media outlets had been framing the story around black women's response to Megan Markle. Um, yes. and not necessarily had anything to do with Megan herself, but I was curious because I felt like the media, some media outlets, not generally speaking, but some media outlets were pushing this as, you know, you know, Megan Markle, being, um, you know, marrying into the royal family was this great, huge winning accomplishment for black people, black women. And we ought to be celebratory and what we ought to be hopeful, like Meghan Markle gives black women hope. And my hope right. is not I in a white man. Right. I don't care who we are. <laughs> I'm sorry. My, my hope is not in a white man. It's not. Um, it never will so be. that was the reason why I would ask. And I asked because I felt, I thought it was strange that, you know, there was this narrative being pushed about Megan and, and, you know, all of this being such a win for black women and women. And I had never in my personal experience or in my own scrolling, I had never seen Megan Markle say, yes, I am a black woman. So I was wondering why 
this was being presented as some great accomplishment and feat and achievement for black women all across the world that we ought to celebrate the fact that Megan has, you know, married into the royal family. When, you know, if like it should black women celebrate if and see that this is a big deal if Meghan Markle doesn't. And now this was before the wedding. This was before the very black wedding <laughs> that Meghan, Meghan and Prince Ooh, Harry had. We'll get to I, was that. Ab- I was actually just curious and asking a question. And I just, you know, noticed that many of you in your responses, there was lots of opinion, lots of pontification, lots of musing and sermonizing and, you know, giving lots of tragic, lot of music. <laughs> it was just a lot of opinion. I won't say like one way or another. It was a <laughs> lot of opinion. And I was like, I just asked the question that was either, you know, either yes, she does or no, she doesn't. I, I just wasn't expecting to get the response that I got in terms of like, you know, well, how it's, it's rude to ask that question and all of that. I mean, fine. Educate me. I'm not above, you know, receiving information, but I just feel like we have to be cautious of where we insert our opinions. Um, and if, if, if I had opened up the conversation and asked you how you feel or what your ideas or thoughts or beliefs were, um, that would be one thing. But I asked a question about somebody who you don't know personally. <laughs> so, you know, you know, how you feel about it is, you know, cool. And you're entitled to do what you want to do with your 280 characters. But I just thought it was interesting that, you know, the girls has so much to say in response to a yes and no question. That's all. So, I mean, so un- unnecessary. It was unnecessary paragraphs <laughs> for tweets. And I was done with it. I really want, like, I wanted to cuss everybody out, but I couldn't be on my Cardi B. So, um, like, shut up. Nobody cares. Anyway, so the royal wedding, um, the royal wedding was I mean, super black. So, yeah. So, yeah, now that I have more context and more information. And I feel like even before then, I was asked, you know, someone had asked me and I'm just like, well, I feel like black women deserve to have a reason to celebrate. So if black women want to celebrate Meghan Markle, be happy, sis. I'm not taking that from you. Um, but I just really thought it was interesting that Meghan herself had never said as a black woman. But that was to my knowledge. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I just thought it was interesting. She don't want to be <laughs> saved. Um, that choir. Listen, all of that. It was a good, it was a good, um, I was here for it. The outfits, you know, it was high tea time everybody, and niggas were in the Everybody building. except <laughs> Idris Elba's fiance. <gasps> I, and I know people are like, it's like this divide and people are feeling away and she feels away that people are saying stuff Does about she? her outfit. You know, wear what you want, wear what you want, sis. Yeah, and, and Idris posted something and, and, you know, he was like to the haters. Here's the thing, though. I don't think it's to the haters. I think it's more like a sis. Hey, um, just <laughs> next time, like, just, you know, like, just get it tailored, like, and make it A-line. You know what I'm she saying? She wore a sweater dress to the royal wedding. She did. And it, it could have, she could have, even if she would have just brought that right in in the middle a little bit. If she would just, yes. it would, it, you know, maybe yes. it would have it been fine. You know what I'm saying? You know, she would, you know, she would. It would have been fine. My opinion, my humble opinion <laughs> is that is that, you know, some people feel like they can impress with labels and labels alone. Yeah. So she was in Gucci from head to toe. She was Come Gucci, through dripping. Gucci down Drip to the socks. Gucci down to the socks. Yeah. I get it. 
Um, but you know, there were questions about the, about the fit, and there was questions about and, and opinions about the color choice because essentially, the dress that she had on underneath was cream, like off white, um, which you know may be in poor taste to wear to a wedding. And the jacket that she had on top of that was black, which is also in poor taste to wear to a wedding. So, oh, is you it? know, evidently, I mean, unless yeah, uh, I saw that, I saw that on one of the one of the blogs. They said it's poor taste to wear black to a wedding unless it's like a black and white wedding. Yeah, no. Um, but you know, a little everyone can is appropriate everywhere. <laughs> like I don't know what y'all are talking about. I don't know. I mean, you know that there are different rules over there in the London town. Yeah, we don't like their food is not good. Um, but I've never been. I want to go though. <laughs> but <laughs> I do want to go. I do love. I think the music scene is amazing. Not super excited about the culinary world, but you know, prove me wrong. Um, but the royal wedding was beautiful, and she looked beautiful. Nobody asked you for your opinion, Katy Perry, so you can just shut up every time. Katy Perry? Oh, she was hating from outside the club, talking about, uh, basically saying the same thing I just said, but I'm better than her. Um, what about Idris Elvis? Megan Merkel uh, could have gotten her dress tailored more. Girl, she would have done life. one more fitting. But that's the bride, and nobody asked you, so fuck out of here. Well, since um, when is Katy Perry out here being um, um, Andre Leon Talley? Get out of my yeah. face. Like, bye. Nobody cares what you have to say. Nobody. Bye. <laughs> so nobody cares. And maybe, and probably nobody cares about what I have to say about Idris's fiance's outfit, but lots of people are saying what I'm saying, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Katy Perry can shut up forever. Uh, Agreed. Non-trash. Lena Waithe is going to be honored at the MTV Movie Awards for Trailblazer of the Year. Yes. She deserves. I love her so much. I'm in full endorsement of that. I'm super, in, super, super in support of that. So I just wanted to make sure that was shouted out. Um, also, in more Black excellence, James Carey Marshall's painting sold for $21.1 million. Oh, yes, it did. Uh, Puffy bought it. Janice's, it is- uh, Janice's boy. That's right. <laughs> Your gold wig queen. Listen, the queen uh, of 613. Platinum. That's it. 613. Mount Vernon in the house. That's it. Westchester County. Stand up. Highest price ever paid for a black person's, a living black person's artwork. I love it. We kept it right in the family. Kept it right in the family. And I had the super pleasure of going to James Carey Marshall's exhibit um, in, uh, in Los Angeles last year. And it, I mean, when I tell you, sis, that was literally the best exhibit I've ever been to in my life. Like, I felt that one. I loved it from head to toe. So um, from the Ruta to the Tudor, it is, it, it's, it was the best that I, I was fully engaged. And I don't think I've ever been engaged in an exhibit the way that I was in his. Um, <laughs> this actually made me laugh. Mm-hmm. A white girl was brought up on stage at a Kendrick Lamar concert. Oh, God, help and, us. Uh, she was, she was, you know, she was a fan who was supposed to rap the lyrics to Good Kid, Mad City, or Mad City. Good, I can't remember what the song is called. But um, she said, I knew, she, I knew it. Times. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And she got booed. She should have got punched and, in the face. Oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. I know. I know. Forgive me. And, <laughs> I'm sorry. And Kendrick stopped her. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. He was like, you can rap this. 
but you have to bleep out one word. Like he tried to handle it gracefully. Me, I'm a different type of person, but he handled it gracefully. And then he just finally cut the song off because she was she was ruining it. I mean, she was literally dragging it through the trash. Bless so, you know, and then she, so she she was booed and rightfully Listen, so. Um, she should have been escorted me, off the premises. <laughs> she should have been. She should not have been allowed to enjoy the <laughs> remainder of the performance. Yikes, man. Um, black people are still barbecuing in Oakland after that uh, white and woman I hater lost her. And I hope they do every <laughs> day the Lord sends. You hear me? I want there to be around uh, the clock. There ought to be a black man with some coals on a grill and some chicken. They're around the clock. Potato salad and some shasta. I feel like there I'm just ought saying. to be a 24-hour marathon barbecue in that same spot for the rest of the summer yeah absolutely i want to hear back that thing up i mean i think there should be an army of niggas out there every day knock if you buck every single day so i just find that absolutely exhilarating (laughs) it makes me happy from the inside out and my co-worker came this morning he was like my homeboy had a barbecue at that at that park in Oakland this weekend. I was activism. like, yes! Total yes! activism. That's just like yes! the mariachi band that was outside of that lawyer's... Um, yes! Oh my God! I mean, God. when I tell you masses, I just love when people congregate or to be petty. For, or with, to be Since they petty, pass to tacos. Be petty with a purpose. It's just, my <laughs> God. It's the best. I feel like... It's my kind of living. Like, you're just like, oh, okay... When I tell you they was out there in full force, large number, yes. out there with guacamole yes. and all manner of tortilla chips, Tacos, like just, just out there singing and well into the night. I just, I got oh. my life. I got my and I just life. love, I love how so many people, like this, that man don't even realize how he ruined himself. Everything that's, his whole life destroyed. has been destroyed. And like you about to be you know, that's all the world. Like, listen you can't just play with around with stuff like that and think the god is not going you know you their vengeance is his you will reap what you sow when i tell you the new york the new york state bar association dropped that quick we don't know her <laughs> we don't know her either because <laughs> the Bronx girl president went to file a grievance with the new york bar association after the very you know disgusting inflammatory comments that that man made and the New York Bar Association mm-hmm. was like, oh, he's not barred. We don't know that girl. <laughs> so now, you know, I'm sure that there are repercussions for him Come practicing on. in a state where he's not barred. So let the cards fall where they may. I cannot wait. Like his life is literally crumbling before his eyes. His neighbors, I thought they'd be pissed, but his neighbor was on the news and actually was like, I'm so glad he's getting what he's owed. And it was a white man. Mm -hmm. He was like, oh, he deserves like, I'm so happy this is happening right now. (laughs) Totally. I fully endorse it. I pray. My life. And then last, we're going to end the trash with actual trash. Oh, Lord, help us. We never discussed that this is America video and we don't have to. We can, you know, we It spoke for itself. It spoke for itself, you know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to the choreographer of the video. I think she's adorable. Mm-hmm. She was um she's she's a beautiful girl. But she she was she was one of the backup dancers. But in 
fake feminism news because oh, I don't so I cannot get behind that. I cannot get behind you all using feminism in improper text. Um, this white girl decided that she was going to take This Is America and remix it. Take it away, sis. I don't even know what that what her name is, but she made a women's cut of This Is America. It was tone deaf and totally in poor taste. It was disrespectful. Exactly. It was completely disrespectful. And just another example of how um, art and messaging can be co-opted. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't co-opted by, you know, people who have and wield their power and privilege recklessly. Like I just Mm. felt ways about it Mm. because Mm. I just felt like it was a distraction. And if she really respected Childish Gambino's work and the message and what he was trying to say, Mm -hmm. if she really Mm -hmm. had respect for it, she would know to keep her trap shut because what she did was make it about her. This wasn't about women because I'm a woman and and I'm a a self-identified feminist and that shit is whack. I just feel like feminism has always and often excluded the perspectives and the voices of people of color. And I, I fully acknowledge that there is gender privilege and patriarchy in this, in this country that, you know, has had serious implications for how, you know, society exists and functions, but that does not exclude white women from acknowledging the power that they have and the ways that they can contribute to the silencing of black people, people of color, marginal, people of marginalized identities. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that, Whatever that lady's name is, I don't care. But um, <laughs> her video was tacky. It was stupid. It didn't make sense. It was offensive. And agree, agree, um, agree. I could have done without it. Totally. I could have totally done without it. Totally done without another case of the tears of white women <laughs> taking center stage but we'll talk a little bit more about that. That's going to come up. Um, let's move on to our graduation announcements. My sister's popping right now. Okay. We are starting our graduation announcements this week. We're going to try to condense as best as possible for those who felt wordy. No shade. And we'll get it right into it. Okay, our first email actually is a number of graduates and it is a very lengthy email. So what I'm going to do is shout out hashtag team typing fast. You all have 10 new members. (laughs) We have 10 new members, should I say, and I'm going to read their names. Camille Al-Hassan of Oakland, California. Kennedy Barkley Jr. of Charlotte, North Carolina. Sydney Howell of Columbus, Ohio. Marisa Lee Aping of Brooklyn, New York. Zachary Price of Charlotte, North Carolina. Deshaun Scott of St. Louis, Missouri. Sidra Sherelle of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Angelica Smith of Chicago, Illinois. Elise Smith of Detroit, Michigan. And Paige Thomas of Indianapolis, Indiana. Woo! And then shout out to our Angelica Smith, who was one of the graduates who submitted this wonderful email that we did read, but we can't on the show. <laughs> Shout out to all of the graduates. Totally, totally. Shout out to hashtag Black and Hooded and the um, <laughs> and the Higher Education Student Affairs Program. Um, they are at Indiana University. Um, all of these students receive their masters 
of science and education degree with a concentration in higher ed and student affairs. So shout out to y'all. The next email comes from uh, Joella. Um, Joelle, I'm sorry. Um, Joelle graduated May 12th from the School of Pharmacy at the University of the Incarnate Word Fike. Um, got her doctorate of pharmacy and was one of six in her class to graduate with a master's of arts and administration as well. She's only 24 years, years old and is now the second doctor in her family after her father. Um, yes. So she got married uh, last July. So 2018 is her year. Congratulations to you, Joelle. We're super proud of you. Yes, we are. Our next graduate is Tiffany Sawyer. She said last year she had the pleasure of shouting out her mom for her doctorate degree in curriculum and instruction. But this year she's excited to shout out her baby sister, Jordan Michelle Sawyer, for graduating with her Bachelor of Arts degree in political science from North Carolina Central University. Michelle amazingly finished in four years, all while working, participating in several activities, community service opportunities, and leading clubs on campus. So, Michelle, we are super proud of you. Congratulate. I'm sorry, Jordan Michelle. She's called Michelle. Um, and her sister says she can't wait to see what she accomplishes next. She loves you to the moon and back. Thanks for writing in, Tiffany, and congratulations, Michelle. Most certainly. The next uh, graduation announcement keeps it in the family. Shout out to Siobhan and Allison. Siobhan writes, hey, hey there, Jade and Kia. Uh, she'd like to big up her beautiful bomb sister, Allison. Allison. Hey, Allison. Hey, Allison. That's my boo. Allison graduated this past Thursday, May the 17th, from Sarah Lawrence College with a Master of Science in Dance Movement Therapy. She presented her thesis this past Thursday and smashed it, bringing joy and offbeat clapping to the room because white people. Over the past two years, she never backed down from being herself amidst people who wanted her to be someone that she wasn't, who she wasn't. Jesus carried her through. She persisted. She triumphed. And she did it for the culture. Jamaica to the world. Jamaica <laughs> to the world. <laughs> Foghorn sound, Wakanda forever. Super proud of her and excited for what's next. Allison is not only a beautiful and talented dancer and supermodel and pageant beauty queen, she is a Mr. Make yes, Florida. a very, very gifted, gifted uh, um, photographer, video, visual artist. She is responsible for the pictures for my own little photo shoot here recently. So I'm super proud of. Uh, Allison for seeing this degree through and I'm really um I share in Siobhan's excitement about what's next because big things are going big, big things Allison is also um that I was so happy to see that Alice is also the little cousin of my very best friend and our good sis mm -hmm. Keisha and Allison is also responsible for the Jade and XD cover photo that you see on your timeline way too many times <laughs> so Shout out to Allison. We're super proud of you. And Siobhan, thank you, girl, for writing in and listening. Little sis. Most deaf. And shout out to, uh, like Jay said, Nakia, Keisha, and Sophia as well. Yes. Okay. The next one comes from Sophia, Al uh, Sophia Allen. She says that she wants to give a graduation shout out to two of her amazing friends, Dr. Johanna D. Williams, her beautiful and amazing friend in person in general just graduated from Howard University with her PhD. She is now a, psych a psychologist. Um, she's 
she's dealt with quite a bit. Uh, Sophia lets us know, but she was able to persist and come through. And now we have Dr. Johanna D. Williams. Second, her dear friend Howlett Jackson Jr. Esquire, who will be graduating from law school next week from the University of Baltimore. He also passed the bar exam on his first attempt. Shout out to you. Um, And Oh, she said, I don't know if you remember, but at the live show, he was the first person oh, to ask the question. Out. Yes, I do remember. Shout out to you. I do. Mm-hmm. I remember very well. Um, so she said he rolled up his sleeves. He got several jobs. He did what he needed to do. And he has helped her during her, some. he has been there for her during some of her best moments and her saddest moments. And, and he's anything less than amazing. So shout out to both you. Howlett Jackson Jr. Esquire, Lee, attorney at law, and then Dr. Johanna D. Williams. I think you skipped one, sis. So this uh, email comes from Shatavia or Shay. Shay says, hi, Jade and Kia. I would like to shout out her soror and her closest friend, Catherine Bradley. Kathy uh, will graduate this weekend with her Master of Public Policy from George Washington University post-graduation. She's already secured an amazing job in educational policy firm. Um, Kathy, thanks for all the advice, laughs, and support. Love you, girl. Enjoy the team type of fast t-shirt. Uh, that's from Shay. So shout out to Catherine. Congratulations on your masters and shout out to Shay for listening. Yes. Hi, team type and fast. Jade and Kia. I hope this, ma- this missive finds the both of you. Well, this message finds the both of you well <laughs> and happy in your new sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Chrisilla Stafford. I'd like to shout out my great niece, Shanique Stafford, my older sister, Debbie, rest in peace, her only grandchild, on her graduation from the College of New Rochelle School of Nursing this month. Shanice has, Shanice has wanted to be a nurse since she was four years old and saw an episode of ER where one of the doctors made a mistake. And Shanique said if she was a nurse, they wouldn't make that mistake. But what really sealed the deal in Shanique's career choice was visiting her great-grandmother, Trudy, a.k.a. Yaya, um, Shanique said that she wanted to be a nurse like Mayaya so I can take care of people like her. Um, so should we want to shout out Shanice for writing in? And then also we want to shout out Chrisilla. I mean, I'm sorry, we want to shout out Chrisilla for writing in and Shanique for making it as a nurse. Absolutely. The next email comes from Mia Hardy. She'd like to shout out her little brother, Corey, who will be graduating from Wake Young Men's Leadership Academy in Raleigh, North Carolina on May 22nd. With his high school diploma, he will begin. Hey. He will begin college in the fall at a prestigious New York University, NYU. Well, he'll be double. He'll be Ooh. double majoring in quantitative analysis and computer science. Um, so, absolutely, um, super proud of Corey, and thanks so much for writing in. Is it Maya or Mia? Either way, please, thanks. Thank you so much, <laughs> and congratulations to you. Um, the next one comes from Miriam. Praise the Lord, niggas. I'll keep this short and cute because I'm fully aware that all of the graduation announcements are flooding your inbox. <laughs> I'd like to give myself a shout out for graduating from Fordham University on May 19th. I'll be receiving my MSED in therapeutic interventions and PD professional diploma in school psychology with a solid 4.0 GPA. These past three years of graduate school have been incredibly difficult, and I feel blessed to have made it out alive and on top. All glory to God and my support system. Love you both. And thanks for the laughs every Tuesday. Mir. So Miriam, congratulations. Shout out to you. Absolutely. The next email comes from Myra, who wants to give a special shout out to her little cousin, more like her sister, Shantia Perkins. Shantia will be graduating from Janice Early College in Flint, Michigan on Friday, May 18th. Um, She's graduating with her high school diploma and uh, the equivalent of an associate's degree. She'll be starting college in the fall 
And the family is very, very proud uh, of her. She's smart and loving and her walk with God is so inspiring. So shout out to both uh, Myra for writing in and Shantia for graduating. We're proud of you, sis. Congratulations, Shantia. Hello, Jade and Kia. First of all, I love y'all. You bring the sunshine to my adult life. If and when you ever come to LA, I'm so there. Howsoever, <laughs> in my Kia voice, I want to give a huge congrats to my son, Christopher, who's graduating yeah. from kindergarten. He's on top of his class academically, and my husband and I are very proud of his accomplishments. Congratulations, baby. We love you. And she included a beautiful picture of our little prince with his cute little straight teeth and his little gap he's just so in his cap and gown he's so damn cute tiffany thank you for writing in and congratulations tiffany wrote too tiffany also is giving a shout out to her sister cousin venetia latoy cook who earned an mba majoring in healthcare administration with an emphasis in healthcare management um so shout out to venetia and thanks for the pictures uh they're super cute absolutely we love getting pictures of you guys um, the next one comes from Erin Butler. She said, about two years ago, I decided to stop procrastinating and pursue my MBA. I was working full time. I had a one year old and a husband who traveled for work often. But God, he gave me the drive and encouragement to keep going. After several long, sleepless nights and stressful weekends, I did it. And I'm happy to show my daughter that she can do anything she puts her mind to. There's nothing more powerful than a made up mind. And I'm happy I finally had the courage to make mine up and accomplish my goal. Thanks to the awesome village for all of you who love and support my journey. I graduated on Mother's Day and what a wonderful gift. Thanks for all the encouragement and black girl magic you all provide week after week through your podcast. And she graduated from, this is Erin. She graduated from the University of Missouri. Shout out to you, Erin. Congratulations, Love it, love it, love it. The next email comes from Daryl, who's shouting out herself and her sister friends, Catherine Epps and Emily Burt. All of them finished their coursework in December of 2017. And on May 21st, they will be graduating from Wake Forest University School of Business with master's in science degree in accountancy. All of them have secured jobs in public accounting firms and will continue to type fast as they begin their professional careers. Um, super proud of you all. Shout out to Daryl, Catherine, and Emily from gradu- for graduating from Wake Forest School of Business. Out here, out here, out here. Congratulations, ladies. The next one comes from Chris Hill. He wants to shout out his younger brother, Shelton Hill, who graduated from Piedmont College on May 5th with a bachelor's degree in music. He's been awarded a scholarship and an assistantship to the University of Idaho to complete a master of music with a concentration yeah. in flute oh, performance. Yeah, My fellow <laughs> flutist. Bitch, I'm a flutist. <laughs> Shout, uh, shout out to you, Chris, for writing in and supporting. And shout out to you, Shelton. Congratulations. I cannot wait to see you Absolutely. do it for us. Absolutely. The next email comes from <laughs> Famata, who was a recent graduate at Georgetown University in the uh, Masters of Professional Studies in Technology Management. She's proud of herself and her support system as an African-American uh, woman in STEM, especially since her parents originated from Sierra Leone, West Africa, and have a visual impairment. She had to work twice as hard to provide positive outlook for her younger siblings and others in her culture. Um, She has aspirations to show young girls and women out there that you can excel in any male-dominated field and take over. Shout out to you, uh, Famata. We're really proud of you. Thanks for sending the awesome pictures. You look amazing. Congratulations. 
and all the best to you in the future. The next one comes from Tashira. Praise the Lord, niggas. My name is Tashira. I'd like to shout out a few of my friends who have recently graduated. Shout out to Natasha Smith for graduating from Morgan State University on May 17th. And Kayla Ballard and Octavia Smith for graduating from the University of Maryland, Baltimore on May 18th. Each of these three ladies completed the Advanced Standing Program, which allowed them to graduate with a Master's of Social Work in just one year. Additional shout out to Octavia because she graduated with a cumulative I cannot talk today. GPA of 4.0. I'm beyond proud of each of them and I will forever be grateful to have had the privilege to meet them during my undergrad experience. They kept me all the way together while on the road to the BSW. Although I'm the only member of our quartet who hasn't moved on to pursue a master's degree yet, I couldn't help but celebrate these ladies and their accomplishments. Congratulations to you all. The field is lucky to have you. Thanks for writing into Shira and congratulations to you, Natasha. Kayla and Octavia. Congratulations, ladies. Uh, the next email comes from Lily Bell. Lily Bell says, good day, Jade and Kia. Uh, Lily Bell is finally giving herself uh, a shout out uh, for graduating after seven years from the University of South Florida, St. Petersburg. In de December 2017, she earned a Bachelor's of Science in Biomedical Biology with a minor in Biophysics. She's the first in her family to graduate not only from high school, but college. Um, she also wants to shout out her little cousin, Leslie Morales, who was the first to graduate from high school in her family. She graduates, uh, graduated on May the 16th from Lakewood High School. Um, both of these ladies are um, first generation Mexican-American uh, women, and they're making their ways for their families and future offspring. Um, also showing those racist pigs that we're not all useless drug dealers or rapists. Keep doing what you do. Peace, love and blessings. Thanks so much for listening. Shout out to you, Lily Bell, Lily Bell and your cousin, Leslie. Uh, awesome work. Lily Bell. Prima. <laughs> My prima. The next one comes from Brandilyn Franks. Um, she says... Dear sweet cousins, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to my sis, Dr. Tracy Lowe of Team She Did That, mm -hmm. who just received her PhD. I know yeah. how you feel, girl. <laughs> Educational Leadership and Policy from the University of Texas at Austin on May 19th. Awesome. Tracy's dissertation explored the activism of black graduate school women, and she's currently being courted by two editors for chapter submissions. My sis is popping right now. So congratulations to you, Dr. Tracy Lowe. And thank you, Brandilyn, for writing in. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, the next email comes from Jelly. Jelly wants to give a shout out to her little cousin, Naraya, who will be graduating from the eighth grade this June. Hey. Uh, she has not had it easy and has worked super hard to get where she is. Where she is. Um, so we're just going to show her a little love. Uh, Jelly says, I love you, Nunu, and whatever high school has in store, I have every faith that we're going to get through it. Uh, shout out to Naraya. Shout out to Jelly. Thanks for encouraging your little cousin. We're encouraging you too, sis. Yes, we are. Shout out to you. Nunu is what they call her. <laughs> no Aaron. Uh, so shout out to you, sis. You're gonna you're gonna be just fine in high school. <laughs> uh the next one is a request. It says, Kia, please sing this in your most church going singing voice. No. <laughs> okay, great. He asked for a, uh, she asked for a praise the Lord. Niggas Kia said a hearty no. Praise the Lord. Hey. He's <laughs> worthy. We just got to get through these these good announcements. Ain't no time for musicalities. Please carry on. Carry on. Hey, Kia. 
Yeah, Jade, I want to first say how much I love the podcast, how it's gotten me through countless hours at my internship this past semester. I'd like to shout out an amazing lady, Jasmine Coley, because she's overcome a lot of trials and tribulations through her matriculation at Winston-Salem University. And she's proud of her because she got her degree on May 18th in the year of our Lord, 2018, receiving her bachelor's in healthcare management. And to top it all off, I was just a seat away from her. My price also went all the way up on that glorious day. I, too, received my bachelor's in healthcare management and will be starting grad school in the fall at WSSU. Clapping these papers together, typing fast on this old (laughs) rusting laptop. Same. God knows your girl needs a new one. Same to get my master's in healthcare administration. Oh, yes, she's crowning. I'm so happy to have a strong friend and that she became a part of Team Typing Fast with me. And you can say my name, Shania. Okay, here we go. Shania Smith. Um, and she included some beautiful pictures and all of her. Ooh, yes, I saw. Go ahead, Shania. Out here, out here, out here. So I'm going to move on to Kenneth Taylor, who is graduating. Uh, this announcement is a little bit late, but he wanted everything to be in one shout out. He's going to shout out first himself. Um, he graduated in May with his second master's from Tennessee State University. This master's in social work. Will be continuing his education journey as he was accepted into Howard University School of Social Work PhD program in the fall. Team typing fast, tur. Um, likes to shout out his best friend Eric Lynn Copeland, who's also graduating from California State University at Northridge this past week with a master's degree. Eric was on season thirteen of The Voice. Al continues to enhance his musical talents and through it all, graduate with his master's. So uh, shout out to both Kenneth and Eric for completing their degrees. Excited about what's coming next for you guys. Congratulations, fellas. The next one comes from Michelle Coleman. Hey, Kia and Jay, to God be the glory. I just wanted to give you all a follow-up on my daughter, Maya, who graduated high school in three years. Maya ended up graduating with a GPA of 3.74, summa cum laude, National Honor Society, top 20%, and Mu Alpha Theta the highest honor of mathematics. I've included a picture of Maya in her robe and I made sure to see it before her graduation. We love you all and have an amazing week. Congratulations, Maya. You you did that. Show did. You Your did next that. email comes from Desiree, who's first and foremost says, praise the Lord, niggas. Um, she graduated on May the 19th with a Master's of Public Administration for National University in San Diego, California. It hasn't been an easy road for her. She has an amazing 15-month old daughter and she's enlisted in the U.S. Navy. Her husband, who was also in the Navy, was deployed for more than half of her program, but she made it. She included several pictures of her and her little one, so we're super proud um, of what you've been able to accomplish and we only know that the best is yet to come, sis. Keep striving. Come on, Cap. (laughs) The next one comes from Brittany Williams. She says, uh, hey, J- hey, Jade and Kia, thank you so much for an amazing podcast. My name is Brittany Williams. I graduated from the University of Virginia School of Law, number eight law school in the United States. Yesterday on May 20th, I feel so extremely blessed and grateful. I'm 24 years old. I went straight through the University of Virginia from undergrad and have been in school since pre-K-3. I hope this is the last time I am a student. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I will be going into big law after passing the bar, claiming it. All right. Shout out to you, Brittany. And Brittany also wanted to shout out um, Charlottesville. She was in Charlottesville and she said that her and her friends who were uh, who are all black law school graduates of UVA Law School in Charlottesville all came out resilient and they made a video to nice for what because of the Nazis who were playing in our face in Kia's voice. That's it. 
And so they included the video, which is super cute. So we'll make sure to post that link in the description box so you guys can check that out. So shout out to you, Brittany, and shout out to all of the law students. Love it, love it, love it. The next email comes from Lauren, who is shouting out her friends and their amazing accomplishments on May 12th. Her sister, Kyla, graduated from Xavier University of Louisiana with a Bachelor's of Science in Biology. She had minors in chemistry and psychology. On May the 12th, her dear friend Lauren graduated from Columbia University with a Master of Science in Strategic Communication. And on May 18th, her cousin graduated from the new school with a Master's of Science in Strategic Design. Um, Lauren just wanted to, um, you know, give you guys a shout out. And she appreciates us doing these announcements every week. Why? We Absolutely. love it. It's our pleasure and honor. Without question. Our next one comes from Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel says, hey, Jaden Kia, first of all, praise the Lord, niggas. Y'all are everything. Been listening since day one. Shout out to you. I just wanted to give a shout out to my little brother, Caleb. On May 18th, he graduated from high school and will be attending FAMU. Hey. I'm so proud of him. Love y'all, Gabriel. So Gabriel uh, included some pictures um, of Caleb in his red cap and gown. And he said, Kia, I tried not to have him out here wrinkled, but he got dressed at his Mm. friend's house and flung it somewhere. Also, y'all need to have a show in Tampa. I'm speaking it into existence. (laughs) Amazing. We working on it. Anyway, uh, last but certainly not least, this last email comes from B Holiday. Um, who's giving a shout out to herself who graduated with a bachelor's of arts in English literature and a minor in communications from Fayetteville state university in Fayetteville, North Carolina. She never would have finished a 10 year class reunion is this weekend and wanted to have her degree by then she was able to reach that goal. Super proud of herself um, because she almost lost the desire to want to finish the degree, but she persevered and mm-hmm. saw it through. So shout out to you, sis. Thank you so much for writing in. We're super proud of you. We're super proud of all of our graduates. Thank you guys for your patience and bearing with us. We know that it is a lengthy segment, but I believe, we believe that it's super important for everybody to have their little moment in the spotlight. Sorry to, yes, sorry to those of you who have written lengthy emails that we've had to truncate in the interest of time. We have read them in their entireties, but, you know, just, you know, to keep the episodes from being five hours long, we try to keep, we try to be um, (laughs) parsimonious in our selections of, uh, you know, which emails to read, which language from the email to read, you know, parsimony is important. Look it up. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I have, I'm sorry. I have one more shout out that I'd like to do. That is not in the email. Shout out to Gloria who (laughs) braided my hair at the magic finger studio salon on church Avenue. Um, Gloria, you can book her. And you can also tell her I sent you. She did my straight backs for me. They're clean. The parts are straight. But Gloria just got her master's degree. Um, she came over. She's from she's from Nigeria, I believe. I think I got that completely wrong, actually. <laughs> she's not from Nigeria. She's not from Nigeria. Um, but she, or maybe she is. Anyway, she's, we had such pleasant conversation while she was doing my hair. And she told me that she, she literally just finished school and she's getting ready to walk soon. And so I want to give a shout out to her myself. So that's Gloria at the Magic Finger Studio Salon, salon number two on Church Avenue, not the one on Word. YouTube. Parsimony means cheap. <laughs> I know you guys are going to ask me. We've got to be brief. No. We've got to be brief. Look it up. Brief. We have to be miserly. Look it up. You have to be <laughs> conscious of how you spend the time. That's what I'm saying. 
A lot has changed in the world since the 1980s, but for the most part, our understanding of female sexuality hasn't. That's because we've hardly seen any dedicated research on the matter since then. Enter Liz and Anna, today's sponsors and the founders of the Lioness Vibrator. They're here to fight the outdated stigmas and societal taboos that have held us back for decades. The Lioness Vibrator is the first and only health tracker for your sex life. With unique technology never before available outside of research labs, you can self-experiment and learn about your own body in a whole new way. Simple. Use it like any normal vibrator and sync it to your app to gain new insights into your sex life and have fun with some self-experimentation. Use the insights for yourself or share what you learn with a partner. Learn more and take 15% off your Lioness at lioness.io forward slash grown. That's L-I-O-N-E-S-S dot I-O slash grown, G-R-O-W-N. Lioness. Roar. All right, guys, it's Memorial Day. We're staring down the barrel of being at the halfway mark. It's not Memorial Day. It's Memorial Day weekend is upon us. But um, uh, we're standing down the barrel of the halfway mark of 2018. Um, as such, mm. um, our very first episode of the year was all about goals and setting uh, smart goals, goals that are specific, measurable, attainable. What's the R? Um, oh, yes, the R. The R is, I don't know, R something in time, time sensitive or time bound. Um, I can't remember. But anyway. Retainable. The R is retainable. Retainable. Yeah. So it's okay. So smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable or achievable. It's been written two ways. Retainable and then and that then That don't time. seem like right. But okay. Uh, yeah. So um um relevant <laughs> reasonable <laughs> oh no idea. no idea but um no idea not my business anyway the point is we're gonna get ourselves yeah. together at some point but yeah we set these goals even though i can't remember the smart framework but we did set goals um uh at the start of the year three things we said that we wanted to accomplish and we encouraged you all to set uh, smart goals as well. We thought at the halfway point in the year, it would make sense for us to check back in to see how we were progressing toward achieving the goals. So we're going to be kind of brief around the kitchen table tonight. But again, just wanted to check in and do some accountability, hold ourselves accountable. Um, so, sis, you remember your three goals? I do. My goals were my uh, my cooking show. Um, they were Jada. Yeah, they were the cooking show. They were. I remember yours more than I remember mine. Uh-huh. So, yes, it was the live show and it was um, the dopest dinner party, expanding that and being more organized. Those were my main goals. All right. So, I mean, what was our what, let's just talk about progress in terms of, you know. So I am pleased to announce mm-hmm. that uh, I have secured a location for the cooking show. Nice. Production for that will begin next month. Um, so you guys stay tuned for lots of announcements from me. Um, we talked about uh, as far as our getting grown um, goals, expanding and doing a live show. We did a live show. Did, 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 did. <laughs> so we can we, we don't want to cross that off the list, but we were able to achieve that goal. And now we're, we can expand. Um, so that's that. The dopest dinner party. We also 
I said we wanted to do it in other locations. We did our Los Angeles party uh, and we will do more of those. But also I'm working on a Jade of All Jades tour. So um, organization for that has begun. And then I said I wanted to be more organized and in me wanting to be more organized, I got myself a planner. I've been trying to write down all of my dates, my deadlines, you know, when I need to respond back to clients and things like that. So um, I'm I have. Oh, and then I said I wanted to journal more. I have not done that. So I will be perfectly honest. Well, you know, we're all people in progress. And I think you have it's not like the deadline for that goal has passed. Like that's a goal that's right. That's um, still on the table. So I'm glad you're working toward that. Do you have... I want you all to hold me accountable. Absolutely. Um, what... Um, so now that you've checked some things off of that list, do you have some more goals for the second half of the year? Yeah, because the thing about my goals is they weren't hard-ending goals. They weren't like, I'm going to do this and bong, like I cross it off my bucket list. They are just kind of jump starts to me wanting to expand my career and um, and take it to the next level and so they it has to start somewhere and that's where my where my goals were then was to start somewhere and so now my goals are to continue not to procrastinate and to make sure that I see the projects that I'm working on um, through completion and seeing how you know how big we can take this thing love it love it love it those are not at all specific <laughs> Oh, okay. So my specific goal, you're absolutely right. Smart framework. Smart framework. You're absolutely right. So now my immediate goals are I am changing, um, I believe, the logo and the site for Jade of All Jades. Um, my video content, I really, really, really need that to push through very soon. So that is what I'm working on right now. I am um, writing recipes for the show. I have secured my production, um, you know, and I'm just trying to get everything organized that it takes to, cause it's a lot of little details that go into organizing an entire cooking show. So that, you know, down from scheduling to props to location. Um, and so I just want to line all of those little logistics up in the next couple of weeks. So I'm working on that. That is my, one of my immediate goals. Um, and then also scheduling, you know, our next live show. True. Scheduling um, my next, our, our next, you know, tour dinner party where we, you know, where, where we'd like to do that. And we're also where I'd like to do that. But on a specific, on a specific note, yes, I need to get my details together. Let me push you a little bit. Okay. So um, you said you want to journal more. Yes, I did. What does that look like? So journaling for me, like how I see it in my mind is not necessarily a diary, but it's it it kind of is because it will help me to go back and reflect like, you know, maybe some things that might trigger me to feel happy or things that trigger me to to, to upset me. Um, and I had a goal of making sure that I journal, you know, when I'm upset and also journal when I'm happy. Uh, because I want to reflect on both moments so that I can try to get to, you know, a place of balance. Not saying that I'm like losing my mind or anything, but you know what I mean, like be healthy mentally and emotionally. Right. So um, that's my that was my goal is that, you know, in those moments where I'm feeling good, I need to I need to I want to write that down. And in those moments where I'm feeling super shitty, I want to write that down, too. 
so I can go back and reflect. Um, but I have not done that. But like in terms of like a practice, like is it like I want to write in a journal three days a week? Is it that I want to write every other day? Is it that I want to write once a week? Like what's a measurable well, way? Was, I want to write. I want to write it all. But I, uh, I, I think if I think if I if I start small, like if I write once a week, maybe once a week where I'm feeling really happy, and once a week where I might have a moment. Um, I take those two opportunities and I put them there and I let those be my two entries for the week. All right. And then I can get to a place where, you know, when I feel it, when I want to do it, I do it. So, but I think if I start somewhere, it'll help me to be more consistent with it. So where are you going to start? I'm going to start, what, what are we, it's Tuesday. I'm going to start this today. today. So next today. week. So wait, when you say... Wait, did you say once a week or once a month? Or did you give a time? I said once a month. Okay, so next episode, I'm going to ask you if you journaled. All right. Okay. And I'm going to be So, um, are you done? I am finished. Fantastic. (laughs) Um, That's good, though. I mean, I think it's good. You you check some things off. That's got to feel amazing. And that's got to give you some um, encouragement to build on that momentum to keep pushing towards the next completing the next phase of, you know, working toward the production of the cooking show and the dinner party tour and getting grown stuff, all of that. Right. It's happening. It's happening, 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 happening. Your turn, my turn. So my three goals that I talked about in the hashtag goals episode on January 2nd uh, was, you know, I wanted to do another type of fast and taking care of it in another city. Mm-hmm. Um, because that, that was right on the heels of the December event that uh, we had um, at the end of last year. So to that, maybe, I mean, should I just read them all and then talk about progress or should I just go one by one? What do you think? However, however you want to do it. Okay. So as far as, um, as far as completing that goal, I have, I don't have, okay. I do know that I will have a, t- a type of fast and taking care of it in the next three months. I do know that that event will be in another city and I do know what that city is. Mm-hmm. I, uh, so nothing, no, ain't no contracts or nothing been signed. So I don't want to, you know, announce anything prematurely, but um, I've had, have had a series of meetings over the last couple of weeks. I've reached out to, you know, different connects that I have as far as securing sponsorship, hopefully. And hey. so I am moving toward, being able to um, complete, you know, the planning and, and execution of another type of fast and taking care event within, you know, before the close of the summer is what I'm, it was what I'm shooting for. So I'm really excited about that. Me too. Cause you know, yeah, I'm really excited about that. And what's been most encouraging as a little brief tangent is that I feel like I'm getting more comfortable in talking about mm-hmm. it and describing it such that, you know, people connect with it quickly. And I think I've kind of framed it in a way that really highlights the significance of what I'm trying to do in a way that people can kind of, you know, sign up for like, oh yeah, I I see that. Like I see the need, I see what you're trying to do. And I feel like that's a good thing. And that's something that I had been working on because, you know, it shouldn't take you uh, 20 minutes to explain what you're doing. Like you have to be able to kind of do so succinctly. You got to have an elevator pitch down so that when somebody asks you what this is, like, what's this? you can move, you know, you can kind of state it, get what you need from who you need it. 
So yeah, I feel good about that. Team Typing Fast is definitely growing as a brand. We've had a, a, a successful t-shirt campaign. I have two more t-shirts that I'm hoping to release in the next couple of, hopefully one will be released this week. And then I'll hopefully get the other one out the following week. I'm super excited about them. The concepts I work with a, an awesome graphic designer and really brought to life what, you know, what was in my heart and mind. So I'm hoping that you guys connect with it. I gave a little tiny sneak peek on Instagram stories this, this weekend. So if you got into that, uh, good for you. But, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> we'll have like a full on launch for that soon. So Team Typing Fast is growing as a brand. Also secured a, a web designer and a web designer will hopefully be pushed out by the close of summer as well. So we're moving. Team Typing Fast is totally a thing. I'm really excited and I'm feeling like I'm totally and completely working towards that goal that I set for myself at the start of the year, which actually feels really, really good. The second goal that I had at the episode was uh, I have manuscripts um, based on my dissertation work that I wanted to submit for publication. Those are still very much a thing. And I don't necessarily, I have a plan. So I haven't submitted anything yet um, because things that work in life have been crazy, but I have absolutely set it set up time during the summer to devote to writing and revising and getting things ready. And I'm really excited because um, I've not only just, you know, made these goals and plans for the summer for myself, but I have some accountability partners. I'm going to be working with some of my good uh, scholar sisters and brothers throughout the summer. I'm going to a writing retreat in August with, yes. with some other beautiful, brown, brilliant people. We're all going to get together for Manuscripts and Mimosa 2018. That's the name of it. And we will be, uh, we will be just luxuriating in all of the scholarship. Everyone we have, we're going to have like spreadsheets and goals that we're going to write. It's going to be amazing. And I'm really excited about writing in academic community because I feel like that's going to push me to get these manuscripts out, out, out. I'm super proud of you. I need to get them out. I've got to get them out. So I'm, I'm trying to have at least three. My goal is to have at least three things submitted this year. All right. If I can get three submitted, three but submitted. Not at the same time, correct? Hopefully. So I'm hoping that I can have at least, like, I have three things that are, like, pretty much written. It's just a matter of tightening them, tightening them up and getting them ready. Not at the same time, like, not as at the same time as the same day, but I hope to by December to say that I have submitted. I don't know if they all get published. They, all of them might get rejected. But my goal is to have three things submitted. So that's what I'm working on. Any of my other team type of fast academics out there that are also working on things, whether it be book chapters, whether it be proposals, papers, white papers, journal articles, whatever you're doing, send me a tweet, use a hashtag. Let's keep each other accountable and working on these things together. We got to do it. We got to do it. Like you got to get it out. Have to. Got to get it out. Um, that's, that's, that's amazing. I'm really excited. So I'm hoping. Okay. So question for you when it comes to that goal. All right. That you have to tighten up a couple of things before you submit. Yes. So when do you plan to do that? So Michael, the writing retreat is going to be held in the first weekend in August. My goal is to have um, done a hard read and revise of all three manuscripts so that I can at least know what heavy lifting I need to do by the writing retreat. So that way I'll be able to set measurable goals for the writing retreat. So I can say, oh, I need to work on this section. I need to do this. I need to do that. Um, so I do have a little system in place. What I'm, what my plan is, okay, so in terms of measurable. So in order for me to do that, that means 
between now and August, I have one month. Uh, like, so wait, June, July. So yeah, I can do, I can do, I guess like I can one and a half in each month. So I'll work on, try to complete one in both June and July. Um, and you know, at least to have two of them completely done before August. Yes. That way I'll have my marching orders, um, and, and know what I, what I'm doing. So I hope that answers your question. That was kind of loosey goosey so, all over the place. So by the end of June, yes, I'm gonna check in with you. Yes, indeed. And I'm going to ask you. Yes, please do that. How far along you are in editing your manuscript? Oh, totally. I will totally. I I, I need that. I need that reminder. Um, and okay. you guys can ask me to tweet me. Um, yes. The third and final goal that I had this year was I wanted to do I wanted to do more speaking. Um, or to, to, you know, I wanted to be more comfortable having to speak publicly and I wanted to grow as a public speaker because I feel like, you know, I fumble over my words and I say, um, and I pause and I get all jumbled up and rambled. So I'm trying to do more speaking in addition to running my mouth on this podcast every week, but, um, <laughs> just so I can get more comfortable thinking on the spot, answering questions, framing my thoughts in, you know, compelling ways. Um, that really engage people around what I'm working on, what I'm doing. So uh, I have been, um, so I have been more vocal at work about my desire to have more of these opportunities in professional spaces. And as such, I have been doing more, not necessarily public speaking, but like participating and more kind of like research symposia, different meetings. I'm, I'm facilitating a panel discussion at a meeting this week. I'm like doing like hey. the online uh, facilitator, like for this panel of scholars. It's all about like cross uh, disciplinary um, collaboration and the different barriers that exist among the disciplines, you know, that impede our efforts to do interdisciplinary things. So I'm excited about that. That was something that I wanted to do. And my boss, you know, saw an opportunity for me to do it at one of the meetings that she was planning. So she kind of threw me in there <laughs> and I was like a little, whoa, oh my God, at first. But once I found my footing, I was able to sit down and really craft and plan what I hope will be a, a dynamic and very useful conversation. So I'm excited. And I also, I can't, again, I can't announce anything because c contracts have not been signed, but I am, um, I have two potential opportunities to speak at conferences this summer and um, as a as a workshop presenter. Um, and I'm excited about those. I'm a little scared to death, <laughs> a little scared to death uh, because, you know, you know, both of these, you know, one is kind of like a statewide, like larger kind of conference. The other one is like a more of a national stage. Um, so. I don't know what I'm doing, Ooh. but <laughs> I'm trying to get out here. And hopefully I don't make a fool of myself. Hopefully, you hopefully won't. I don't make a fool of myself. But yes, that is, those are, those are my three goals. Those are the things that I'm working on. Um, as far as the second half of the year, I would love to do, um, you know, if I can solidify and make this, um, summer tap it fast and taking care of it happen. I'm hoping that that kind of like locks me into a model and like a way, like, you know, uh, understanding the way to go about planning these things. And I'm hoping that I can bang at least another one out before the close of the year. Um, 
in addition to hopefully doing another getting grown show, um, that would be cool too. Um, and as far as, uh, my writing and, and stuff like that, um, I have a couple of projects, newer projects that I'm starting data collection for so that, you know, we can keep this, um, momentum, this research momentum up and I'm going to stay locked into my accountability team, um, of scholars. Shout out to all of y'all. Um, I don't know if I should name names because I feel like, no, I'm not going to do that, but I love you guys. You know who you are in the group chat. I love y'all. Y'all my niggas. (laughs) But, um, I don't want to name names because you know, the girls get to talking, you know? Don't worry. We don't need them in our, we don't need them in your business. We don't need them in your business. You know what I'm saying? We not just know, just know when you see all of these lines and these CVs that we've been over here working and typing fast. That's all you need to know. But, uh, yes, indeed. So that's what I'm working on. Um, and, and going forward, uh, I have a personal goal that I've set for myself. So I, I have, I finally found a therapist and, um, and you just, my next question. Yes. I found a therapist and I've been working with her for about four weeks now. And, um, it is hard. Therapy is Mm. awesome. It's amazing because you get all this Mm. awesome perspective and insight into your life and the way that you do things and the way that you see things. But it's also really tough because it really kind of brings all that stuff up (laughs) in you stuff that Mm -hmm. I have gotten really good at suppressing and ignoring. Um, but my therapist is an awesome woman. I really have a lot of, of respect for her and she does not let me have any of anything. She, she pushes me to the very limits, but, um, it's all been worth it so far. So my goal going forward is to continue to work with her, um, and to allow myself, uh, the space that I need to kind of work through my stuff. Um, she used a really good analogy in terms of like grief and loss that has really kind of stuck out with me. So I want to share it in hopes that someone else who might be dealing with grief and loss may get some insight as to why it's so important for us to take the time that we need to do our healing work. So when you, let's say we were had like a, a, a major freak accident and we were to like lose a limb, like, like, let's say, God forbid, I got in a car accident and I lost my leg. And even if I had, you know, got and um, I got it amputated and I got a, you know, uh, what are those things called? This is so insensitive. I'm sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll make that word escape me. I don't know why I was thinking prophylactic. <laughs> you know too many words. I'm so sorry. This is, I'm totally ruining the moment. I'm sorry. So I got a prosthetic leg, right? And even though I have a prosthetic and and they fit it to me and they show me how to put it on, I'm not just going to be able to take off running on that prosthetic. So I essentially have to learn to walk again. And that takes a long time. So just like it took me, you know, you know, just like it took me nine, 10, 12 months. However, when I started walking, my mother said I was really lazy. So it was probably more like 15, (laughs) but, um, but, um, however long it took me to walk the first time, it may take me even longer because I don't have the tools that I had the first time I learned to walk. Mm -hmm. So the analogy that she used me, that she used that really kind of like turned the lights on for me is that even after dealing with the loss of my brother, I kind of jumped back into my life 
And I mean, in all fairness, I really didn't have a choice because, you know, rent needed to be paid. But I jumped in to like kind of going about my life Mm -hmm. and I probably did so pretty quickly and I was still hurting Mm -hmm. and I was still, um, you know, adjusting to that major loss, Mm -hmm. but I was walking on a bum leg. I was walking on a bum leg. And as such, when you walk on a bum leg and you do too much, you run the risk of doing further damage. Mm -hmm. So what she told me is like, because, you know, that whole six months, where I was just out here, like not talking to a professional and just kind of like going through the motions and getting really busy and living my life. Mm-hmm. I may have done more damage because mm-hmm. I was walking on a bum leg and and not like she didn't say that to shame me for not getting the help when I needed it. Because, you know, all the time, all the timing and the way that things worked out that brought me to the place where I am to the therapist that I'm working with. Mm -hmm. I felt like all of that plays a very integral role in our relationship and how we exist. So it's not that I wasted that time, Mm -hmm. but I do have to acknowledge that it takes time to heal. Like, and maybe that's just the way that I needed to learn that lesson. Mm -hmm. So it takes time to live heal and it takes time for me to learn how to walk again and how to live again and how to exist in a world that no longer has my brother in it in the same way that he was before. Mm -hmm. So the goal that I'm setting for myself going forward is to continue to allow myself that time because I tended to, to um, rush through things and just worry about the bottom line and the deliverable and getting it done. Mm -hmm. And that's not healthy and it's not fair. And it has really stunted and skewed the way that I see life and see the world. And I'm cheating myself out of all that I could be having by not taking the time to do that. So I'm making a goal. I'm making it a a personal goal to continue to see through um, the process of working through my therapist to continue to show up with our, to my meetings with her once a week for however long it takes for me to get to a place where I can walk again on my on my own two feet or even my or walk on my prosthetic. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I'm super, super, super proud of you. Um, I've been proud of you. You have really been doing your thing. Um, I'm watching you and your brand grow. Uh, I love, I love to be a part of it. And, um, I love watching you from afar with your distinguished <laughs> suits and heels and shit. <laughs> Stage writing books, like I ain't no book. (laughs) You and Crystal keep saying that, like y'all want me to write a book so bad. Yeah, like can't be over there writing books. Like I'm not writing any books. My sis, (laughs) I didn't even know she was saying that. We're like she's always saying that. (laughs) We're like the same. Like I never told you, blacks, I was writing a book. Yeah, books. So you wrote a book. Like we watched you. Well, my dissertation was a book. Absolutely. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We watched you before. It was a performance piece. <laughs> the best one I've ever seen. Um, and so, I, but I am very proud of you and all of the steps that you've taken. I'm proud of you and your professional world um, and all that you're doing. I cannot wait to see your brand. Your brand is spreading like like a grease fire. <laughs> And I think it's just, it's just beautiful to watch. No, I feel and, the same yeah. way about you and all of the blow up situation that's going on your end. Um, you know, things are really moving. 
you kind of securing this Makosa gig is big time. And I'm proud of you um, for you doing that. Um, and the dinner parties are happening. Everything is moving and coming together. And I know that these are things that you've been working toward for a long time. So I'm going to continue to keep praying for you and supporting you in any way I know how to be um, supportive. I will continue to eat all of the food that you prepare. And, yeah, um, <laughs> and yeah, I just know that however I can be supportive to you, continue to do that. I'm going to continue to push you. I hope that you'll continue to push me. Um, Absolutely. We, will, we will build on, you know, our own respective fronts, but we will also come together and continue to hopefully build, getting grown so that it will continue to grow and be, um, you know, just as amazing as uh, it's turned out to be um, thus far. I'm really, really grateful to all of you guys who reach yes. out and let us know that you're listening and putting up with our foolishness, the technical difficulties and all of our you know, nice when we're tired and grumpy. Uh, we really appreciate you guys for connecting with what we're trying to do. Uh, there are lots of podcasts out there who are talking about all kinds of things and everybody has that right because there's space on the internet for all of us to do our thing. But, yeah. you know, I really am appreciative that you guys connect with what we're doing because it's something that's been important to us for a long time. So it means good. It, I mean, it feels good. Sorry. Um, for, you know, to get that validation that you guys are, are picking up what we putting down. That's right. Yeah. My favorite expression. Ever. <laughs> okay. I say it all the time. Absolutely. Yeah, we really, truly, we really do appreciate you guys. Um, so we're going to continue to hold each other accountable, hold ourselves accountable. You all hold us accountable. Yeah, um, man. I'm proud of you on a personal level as well, sis, for I've seen you, I've seen you, I've seen you in your highs and I've seen you in your lows. <laughs> And, um, Same. I, you know, you're, you're really, you're really doing it. You're doing the work. Uh, you're the second friend of mine to talk about therapy. Um, <laughs> and I have been toying with therapy for quite some time. So I'm, I, you know, we have to make sure that we keep ourselves accountable emotionally as well. And it's important. And I think maybe that's something that we can have an episode about in the future about, uh, the benefits, uh, you know, kind of like frequently asked questions as it comes to like finding a therapist and maybe we can find a therapist that, that would come on the show and, and hopefully, um, you know, share some insight. Yeah. And some knowledge and some information and resources for people. So yeah, that's something that we definitely want to do. And we're excited about possibilities for that. I'm proud of you as well. Sis. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, we are going to move along swiftly. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but, uh, we, we'll talk to you all soon. We are going to check back in. We're going to make sure that we do these every so often. Yeah, um, you guys let us know how you guys are progressing on the goals that you got, that you, that you set for yourself this year. Um, send us a tweet, send us an email. If there are things that you are doing that, um, you know, you're making progress toward, let us know so we can definitely big you up. And, and, you know, join us. We, you, got, you can join us as we hold each other accountable to make 2018 all that it's supposed to be. New hashtag getting grown goals. Yeah, so man. Send your goals to hashtag getting grown goals on Twitter. All right. We're going to move along to the honesty box. Oh, they do it. Did you know that your gut can hold buildup from bad eating habits for years? Everyone holds about 10 to 15 pounds of toxins in their colon, which causes you to bloat, have low energy, low metabolism, and issues losing weight. 
So let's take care of that with today's sponsor, Teamy. Teamy is an easy two-step detox plan designed to get rid of the toxins and boost your health. Their 30-day program is easy for everyone, no matter your fitness level. All you do is drink your Teamy Skinny in the morning and then drink the colon cleanse every other night. By adding Teamy to your routine, you'll start getting rid of toxins that are holding your body back from naturally digesting and metabolizing. You'll feel so much better just by adding this two-step program into your life. It's not just for weight loss, it's for your health. And I can't wait to try it. Go to teameblends.com and use the code GROWN for 25% off any order. That's teameblends, T-E-A-M-I-B-L-E-N-D-S.com and enter the code GROWN for 25% off any order. Honestly? Truly. Let's get into this honesty box right quick. Hello, Jade and Kia. Of course, I have to give you guys some praise because it's 100% due, Aww. girl. Kia, you <laughs> helped me um, to realize going to grad school is attainable, and I applied in several schools for a master's in acupuncture and a doctorate in naturopathic yes. medicine and got into the best school in the country for it. I plan on using what I learned to help benefit queer and trans people of color, but of course, with the focus on black, cis, trans, and gender nonconforming femmes since we are consistently overlooked in the healthcare system, leading us to have similar, uh, similar mortality rates as those in underdeveloped love countries. It. Wow. I love that. Jade, your emotional <laughs> intelligence, especially when <laughs> I know, right. The quiet Jade, especially when it comes to protecting yourself against fuck niggas is the reason I've been able to level up, take a break and figure out what I want from dating because I kept meeting manipulative and mentally and emotionally abusive women and gender nonconforming folk. Thank you for sharing your bountiful blessings. My question is how do I manage working with white folks for the next oh, five years in grad school? I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood and everyone who went to the public schools in my town were mainly people of color. My first year away at college, I was so depressed with the reality of, of racism, um, of the racism that I transferred out. I'm really worried of putting myself in a situation again without having the tools to navigate mm. white women tears. Please help. Thank you for taking the time out to read this. I'm so grateful for you both. P.S. Jade, I met you at Afropunk last year. I'm the one in the yellow <laughs> dress, and she sent a picture of Fran, Justin, and myself and her friend, beautiful friends at Afropunk. Shout out to you, girl. Um, so, what's her name? <clears throat> uh, I her name is Michelle. I'm gonna go ahead and say that she wants her name said. All right, Michelle. So, um. You have valid concerns, I think, um, in that I think all of us as people of color walking, walking around in the world today um, should have some level of readiness against um, um, racism and, um, you know, the many ways that it is manifested <laughs> in the yeah. in the behavior and, and ideologies and thoughts and opinions of other people. Um, so, I mean, I think it's fair for you to, um, acknowledge that, you know, that's the thing, especially in the age that we find ourselves living in presently. Mm -hmm. Um, I do, however, want to caution you against, uh, prematurely, um, jumping to any conclusions. I think that it, it's fair 
for you to, you know, like I said, have an awareness of the potential of, you know, prejudice and discrimination as it exists in graduate school spaces. But I, I do, I don't want you to go in there, which are, you know, on the defense. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, that, that kind of, that, that messes with you. And, it, and it's like an, an emotional weight. Um, like graduate school is, is, is difficult and, and, and it takes a lot out of you as a person. It, it, it is a time where you learn a lot about who you are and a lot about, you know, a, a lot about what your purpose is and how you want to exist and operate and, and exist in the world. And unfortunately, a lot of that comes through challenge and through difficult conversations and through sometimes people saying really dumb things to you. Um, so I, I don't want you to feel like you're going to be able to exist in any space, whether that's a predominantly white space or a space that's more racially diverse. Um, you're not, you're not going to be able to exist in any space that will be totally free from, um, problematic, uh, people, problematic, you know, you know, ignorant, dumb things. Like people are going to say things that make you angry and piss you off. People are going to say things that may at many times offend you. Um, and unfortunately that's just part for the course, but I would charge you to think of, of those, those things and those instances as opportunities for you to grow and develop as a person. I'm not saying that it's your responsibility to educate or train, um, anybody or, you know, make anybody feel comfortable around you. Um, but I do feel like it is through these difficult circumstances that all of us, especially in academic spaces, this is where we find our feet. This is where we, we find our voices. This is where we find, um, you know, and realize our true capacity to be able to push against, you know, these, these things. Cause you won't ever be able to change a game that you're not playing. So you got to kind of get in there and, you know, be on the, you know, be active, be, don't, don't just take things as they come, be aware, be conscious. Like I see it more as kind of like a stance. Like you have to kind of like have this active stance of like, you know, I'm out here, I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm, I'm moving toward a goal. Um, and things are going to come against you. But in, in those moments, you have to, you have to acknowledge that these things are designed to teach me something. Um, even if it means to identify when I'm in an, uh, abusive situation that I need to get out of everything in your path is going to serve a purpose. So I, I'm, I'm just, I'm cautious. I mean, I'm, I'm very hesitant to tell you that, you know, you're not going to have to have or come up against any sort of obstacle or obstruction in your graduate school process, because that's not real life. Um, I just want you to know that you can be ready for it and you can navigate through it. It does not have to mean that this is the end of your journey. Absolutely. Um, Totes. I, yeah, I think I, I, first of all, I echo everything Kia said. I think first you had a wonderful experience growing up, you know, proud of who you are and, and being able to be mm-hmm. surrounded by that. And I think that's great. Um I, I agree with Kia where you don't want to you, you don't want to uh you don't want to prematurely go into in, you don't want to go in you don't want to go in defensive 
You know what I'm saying? I've met, you know, I I ha- I'm I have a good white friend who I have a white friend <laughs> who, who uh, I met at work and we've worked together in three different companies at this point. And now, you know, I'll do catering gigs for her and we work together in that capacity. She helped me with my wedding, like just a number of things. And so, um, you know, you, you don't want to go in on the defense because you don't want to prejudge people. Um, right. But um, when you do, cause you will encounter uh, difficult ones. I I just say you know be straightforward. You know what I'm saying. Don't don't mince words. And not saying that you have to be angry and flailing about and causing a scene. But it's okay for you to speak up and like absolutely. You said, this is the time for you to find your footing. And so take that opportunity to be able to let people know, to let people know about themselves, and to put it out there, and to hold people accountable. You know what I'm saying, like. Absolutely. So you don't you don't let them get away with being passive aggressive or whatever the issue may be at the moment. You know what I'm saying? You hold them accountable and you call them on this shit. So yes. voice our voices, voices like ours have been absent in these spaces for far too long. Absolutely. And that's why they have they are so resistant to change. So, so just focus on on, yeah. on on making your voice heard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Focus on finding your footing. And what you want to do and, and, and who you want to be known as and who you want to be and all of that, like, you know, find that and focus on that and don't worry about that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Address it as it comes, but don't focus on that. Don't let that be where you where you place your eyes, because there's so many other important things that you need that you need to be working on. Yes. Be clear about what you're doing this for, because that is literally going to be the only thing that's going to sustain you when it gets hard. Um, but I'm totally confident that you're going to go forth and be great. Um, and even if you have to come up against some opposition and some dissenters and people who don't understand you or don't understand your work or what you want to do or what you want to accomplish, they don't have to, they don't have to. And we, unfortunately, as, as you know, you know, who we are, we, we have, we come from legacies of people who, who, who do this work. You know what I'm saying? We constantly, learned and we have all of these examples around us of people who did it anyway in spite of so you can do it um continue to keep us posted of your progress as you you know go through your your graduate program i hope that you know what we shared is helpful and yeah thanks for listening absolutely um and congratulations on all that you're doing like it's it's very dope it's very awesome um keep us posted you know and we will talk to you soon send your honesty box questions to get and grown podcast at gmail.com and we will move quickly and swiftly along to the petty peeves <laughs> swiftly along and i want to be very responsible of the things i say to my sister because everybody know i can be real petty p-e to the t-t-y honey ready to put the petty on parade so this weekend in Miami, um, you know, I understand that it is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, it is quite magical in its own right, I discovered. Um, but it is also the land of a lot of plastic, plastic surgery. Dr. Miami. Dr. Miami out here <laughs> working. Uh, and I heard multiple conversations along the weekend 
um, when I would go out in public places on whether or not my behind was real or fake. (laughs) I also, you know, this brings me to, so it's like a double fold type of situation. You get, you know, double, double mint gum, twin petty peeves. It's very real. Okay. When you want to look at Pete, like, look, you can, I understand these people are getting these thighs and things these days, but come on, fam. Like, look at me. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Like, I'm not. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's it's just thickness all over the place. So it's very real. My thighs are real. My my, my butt is real. Um, And then also, you know, I see make, some makeup artists do it or, you know, it's done for editorials and high fashion. And this is just fine. But. Stop appropriating my face. Like, quit drawing freckles on your face. Don't do that. Oh, God. Stop. Like, it's bad enough you're, that you're you know, not here for the full freckles. I'm not here for the full freckles. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to shun anybody who gets plastic surgery because, you know, even if it's not a personal choice of mine, although I would not mind a titty lift in the future, <laughs> um, I, you know, I, it is no a lift. Uh, I, there's no judgment. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you need to do something that's going to make you feel good about you, I don't have no issue with that. So, you know, for the girls out there who, who not, make sure you're doing those for you and it's because you feel good about yourself. I'm not, you know, do what you got to do. For those of you who keep drawing these damn freckles on your face, I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Like there's very few people who can get away with it. Uh, my homegirl Kit, she does it sometimes, but she also loves to play in makeup. And it's like she does these dramatic effects and it's a it's a thing. But the rest of you, like, who just want to draw freckles on your face on a Wednesday, I'm sick of your shit. And you need to stop it right now because it's offensive. Go off. Maybe that Maybe that was a tragic. Uh... <laughs> you said it's offensive. The faux freckles. What is your petty The faux freckles is? offend you personally. They offend me. It's because you have actual freckles? It's because I have actual freckles. Okay go off yes be mad bigly mad (laughs) um so my uh petty peeve is a little similar in that um now it's about makeup as well so robin rihanna fenty (laughs) uh recently released a new collection on the fenty beauty uh makeup line called beach please and it features yeah. several um, highlighters and eyeshadows and lip glosses. And it's really, really pretty uh, packaging and, and so many pretty vibrant colors. Um, my concern <laughs> is um, Rihanna um, released these uh so a part of the the PR for the campaign was that she had a master class where she invited a bunch of YouTubers and influencers to come um and to a master class that was put on by her lead makeup artist um um mm-hmm. and they were introducing the crowd to the new line and sharing Rihanna's signature highlighting technique um and that is where I was troubled because Rihanna's signature highlighting technique oh. 
is essentially placing the highlighter all over your face. And while I feel like, like you said before, in, in, in cases, you know, editorial cases, photo shoots, um, or even like, you know, fun parties out, if, if you're, you're going not. to an event, <laughs> I could see where something like this would be fun and exciting for you to try. But my concern, and, and many of these highlighters are, your, are not your traditional highlighter shade. So there is a blue one. There's like an iridescent blue highlighter. There's an iridescent like mint green kind of highlighter. There's a pink one. My concern is that Rihanna's about to have the girls out here looking like Lisa Frank stickers mm. in the face. And um, Trapper Keeper. Just like, like, just literally, if you watch the video, I tweeted it. It's on my timeline. The technique is really that you apply the found, I mean, apply the highlighter in unconventional places, like all over your face. So like on the sides of your, um, you know, on the sides of your cheekbones. And I understand like they demonstrated how that plays off the light, but I just feel like, again, this makeup, you know, this, this masterclass was done in a studio with stage lighting. My concern is that you girls are going to put this blue highlighter on your face yeah, and go I'm to Target. Like... And you're going to go to Old Navy and you're going to be out here just living your day-to-day lives on the six train looking like uh, you, My you Little can't Pony. Be glowing in the middle <laughs> of big lots. Like it just is not a not I'm cool. trouble. I am overwhelmed. When I tell you that the makeup artist literally put the highlighter on oh, the girl's oh, ear. I've seen like, that. Turned her head to the side and put the highlighter all on her ear. Now, I understand that in cases of photo, you know, cases of photos and under certain lighting, right filter for selfies, it'll give you a good picture. But I'm saying the girls cannot go work in the call center. <laughs> With a green ear. <laughs> With a green ear. You can't, you can't do that. Like the practicality of it. You cannot show up to fight your traffic ticket in court with this orange just all over your See, face like that. this is the issue with visibility. Famous people just need to be famous and quiet. <laughs> like, they just need to, like, it just needs to be it. We don't need no tutorials. I'm just like, you are you literally be getting ready to ruin somebody's life who works at Burlington Coat Factory. And they are going to be <laughs> <in there>, looking <laughs> quite foolish like a Christmas ornament because you decided you <sighs> want to teach them how to highlight their face with teal. Yes. <laughs> like how many, like how many CPAs, how many registered nurses are going to be on the floor <laughs> Yo. Yo. with highlighter going up and down the center of their face, literally their whole nose, literally out here, like gro- glowing like a light bulb. The girls be baptizing if themselves. I'm in the triage and, in a, and, and, and the girl is taking my vitals with like, <laughs> like fluorescent yellow Highlighter all over her face. Oh. I'm going off. I'm gonna fight. I just, I want y'all to be. I just, I just want y'all to be cautious and mindful. I want you mindful is the word. I want you to be mindful mm-hmm. of you know the fact that there are time. You know, there's a time and a place for certain things. Yeah. And there's gonna be a time and a place for you to take this magenta highlighter and put it all over your face. And just be, just, just, just think about that. Just really, really, really think that through. If you're going to lay out on the beach, fine. Yeah. Totally fine. Go forth. 
But if you're going to Burger King, <laughs> you're going yeah, to I the Popeye's drive-through. Like you're going. I don't want to see you in the Chipotle line. I don't want to see. I just I don't. If you're going to, you know, drop off your check at the Capital One Bank, I want you to just think about whether or not this blue highlighter on your temples is the move. Just think about that. Just tell yourself <laughs> this. This quarter, I don't know. I don't even know what, what color this, 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 this lavender Go to the highlighter. Listen, lavender highlighter is not appropriate to wear to the bodega. Tell yourself. If you go into the club, have a good time. Go nuts. And go nuts. <laughs> go to the club. But if you're going to CVS to get your prescription. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, if you're going to church, keep it. I don't want it. I don't want it. We don't need none of that. In I don't here, want okay? it. Nobody needs you. Nobody needs you glowing out here, looking like a disco ball and distracting everybody. Nobody needs that. <laughs> Keep your club look. I mean, play. just time and place. That's all I'm saying. Time and place. Time and place. <laughs> this is not your everyday makeup collection. Get into beach, please. There are a couple of things that I want. The beautiful iridescent lip glosses and things like that. Now, that's stuff that I just think it's pretty to have because I'm a makeup collector. Howsoever, I know that I cannot show up at work <laughs> with this orange glittery lip gloss. Somebody's going to fire me. <laughs> Somebody's going to fire me. Absolutely. And I don't want to see the girls on the street as I'm passing by walking into the T-Mobile store with 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 highlighter on their face. I don't want to see I don't want to see you doing that. Looking peach. And that is another episode. Show is of getting grown. It was five hours very, long. But it's a very thank long you guys episode. for sticking it. If you made it to the end, I'm I owe you a cookie or something. Thank you so much for your time and your patience and for putting up with us. Uh we really appreciate it. Um yeah. Yes. Um Pop my butt, pop pop my butt. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no. Oh god. <laughs> I watched. Ronda. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> I, I watched Rhonda this weekend. I watched Rhonda offer her very terrible advice. Uh, Rhonda is entertaining, and I I will forever watch because even down in the mid in the amongst all of the foolishness, I believe that there is some kernel of truth. <laughs> To some of the things, not all, but some of the things that she says. <laughs> now her approaches are crazy, oh and when you do, it harms. <laughs> and when you do, like like Monique said, when you do clownery. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I mean, I will. I agree that many of her approaches are completely ridiculous, They're problematic, but, absolutely, and in, in in every way. But I do feel like underneath it all. There is some kernel of truth. It's just absolutely articulated and expressed incorrectly. But do you think so, Jerner? <laughs> like, I felt like I saw way deep down. I saw where she was going with that. But to have Hazel E. read those God-awful lyrics <laughs> in front of pictures of our forefathers and mothers. <laughs> Four mothers. Four. Like, Harriet Tubman does not need to, She does not she does deserve. Not like, she has served our people why would you even subject her to that but 
That's neither here nor there. And I definitely am not taking you niggas to freedom. So I anyway, whatever. Drink your water. <laughs> yeah, man. Moisturize and mind your business. Why, sis? Because your black will crack if it's dry or offering bad advice. Shout out to Iyanla. <laughs> Bye, Rhonda. Aww. Sex isn't one size fits all, which can make it difficult to figure out what works for you. That's why a team of smart female engineers and designers made the Lioness Vibrator, the first and only health tracker for your sex life. Simply use it like any normal vibrator and sync it to your app to gain new insights into your sex life and have fun with some self-experimentation. Learn more and take 15% off your Lioness at lioness.io forward slash grown. That's L-I-O-N-E-S-S dot I-O slash grown. Lioness. Roar. 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 Roar.